Orion. Greeting. Quark is our resident entrepreneur. Guys, this is awesome. Ooh, meeting the friends. That's big. Ah, I can't believe we're at Deep Space Nine. Candle making. Very cool. Let's go around this circle. Yes. Hello and good evening for this Thursday, September 29th, 2022. Star Trek Lower Decks, Season 3, Episode 6, Hear All, Trust Nothing has aired has has streamed out there whether it be on crave in canada or cbs all access no wait what's it called now paramount plus in the states but uh we're just getting started here on live long and podcast for our review of this episode um i'm dave mater joined with davin scalehorn here on live long and podcast streaming live on facebook youtube and on twitch or you may be listening to us on the audio version davin how are you tonight or as i'm known tonight davin s9 Davin S9. I mean, yes. my last name starts with an S, so my initials are basically Deep Space Nine anyway. You, Yeah, that's true. That's true. And if yeah. I was ninth of my line, then, you know, I would be DS9. But You're I, the, yeah, the ninth yeah. of his name. Um, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not. So, no. But I love this episode. I want to talk about every minutia, every scene. Every scene. The, lots to go detail. through. Lots to go through. This, uh, uh, my, you know... We're big fans of D Space Nine, of course. We have our ongoing series, D Space Nine at Nine ish, where we've been going through episode by episode for well over two years now to go through those episodes. So, for the Cerritos and the Lower Decks crew to come to D Space Nine, um, which we've only had in flashbacks, I think, a couple times or sort of in reference to, but this is like the first time I think the, the show has actually been there um like like a whole episode set there and it was glorious and it was great and we're gonna break it all down here but um really enjoyed it myself uh so this episode takes place in 2382 as far as i can recall the um the show d space nine ends in 2376 so it's been about six years since the end of the dominion war um, we didn't really get any other revisits to D Space Nine after that, except for uh, just that one flashback where Mariner was there, I think, in season one or two. And that's it. Um, so really interesting to see them come back to this. Um, this We get a captain's log to start off the episode where we're explained that um, really the Cerritos was originally just here to deliver booze Um Davin, because uh, yeah. the USS Vancouver, which is part of the Parliament class of starships, uh, which we have seen before, Captain Nguyen yeah. was um, was 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 going to be leading like the trade negotiations, and and the Cerritos was here really Boimler's just ex girlfriend serves on the Vancouver. That's right, Boimler's ex girlfriend, who's more successful, or something like that, if I recall. Um, well, she's not infected with that love bug anymore, so she doesn't think he's cool. Oh, is it not a butt bug, right? How do we know you don't got butt bugs? We don't, you know, but uh, where is my random? I definitely did pull that uh, from last week. Where uh, I have that one too, but I didn't pull my stuff up here. Here, here it is. How do we know you don't got butt bugs? How do we know? Uh, so, yeah, so has got Eldebrin whiskey, they got um, Rising and Cabernet, Romulan yeah. Ale, Galadorian milk. That one made me laugh, yeah. Yeah. Galadonian? Uh, Galadonian. Yeah, you can kind of see in the background, there's also, I guess, and there's also, like, we see, like, yeah, Vulcan Port, I guess, is the other one. Yeah, Vulcan Port. Uh, I don't know this species here with the little flippers on their face. Uh, I don't recognize her, the uh, the operations mm. officer here. 
I'm sure we'll get asked. Uh, so, but I don't quite know. Um, yeah, we also see another another I officer. Be surprised if we've seen that in like a random episode. Oh, I'm sure we have. Um, and I also see a visor here on this science uh, officer. We've seen her a few times. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah so a, she, they never let her say anything. So she's like one of the unpaid. Uh, she's unpaid, un, non-union. Yeah, non-union. Yeah. yeah. He was a union man. Not, not that one. You know? More than a hero. <laughs> a union man. A union man. Uh, here we go to the bridge of the Cerritos where uh, we get a call that comes in here from Admiral... What's his name? Um, Buenamigo? That's his yeah, name, Buenamigo. which I think translates to like buddy or good friend or something like that. <laughs> good buddy. <laughs> good buddy good or buddy. something like that. <laughs> Uh, Barnes at the op station. So uh, Admiral Bonamigo, Uncle Les, as he was referred to in the opening of season three. Um, so this is the second time we've seen him. Uh, not, instead of it being just Captain Freeman's husband, um, it's it's him who... We haven't clearly... seen really this season at all, have we? Yeah, and I got to tell I you, like, I got to wonder, wh where is, why are we setting him up so much? Is he mm, going to become more admiral? important? Could he even be? I, 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 I've been theorizing. Could he be related to um, whoever set up Rutherford last week with that implant in the first place? You know, mm. um, you know, like, we don't know. We just know it's a Starfleet officer who was maybe a commander or captain back a few years ago. So, um, so I, I don't know. Like, I wonder if there's going to be more significance to him. But anyway, they're like, "Hey, I got we got the booze. We're bringing the booze to uh, to to get this going." And he's like, "Listen, we need you to uh, actually take over here and like take over the negotiations because the Vancouver has to go do some other mission, like save some some people. Um, and uh, this is our best chance. This is our best chance to heal scars from the Dominion War. You have to make it work. When amigo out. Yeah, uh, this is the the scars of the. Dominion. I think he's a bad rule. He could be a bad admiral. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. She she wasn't too excited about uh, taking this on. Uh, she's she's happier to do the liquor run uh, part of this mission. You That's know, what California. she wanted to do. The California like, side. Did you were trying to get the whole Gamma Quadrant drunk, Buen Amigo? Are you trying? He's like, well, if it works, whatever you know, it takes. <laughs> and like, I like how he's like, yeah, there's a brown dwarf or something and she's like wait wait that that's not even a thing it's not even a thing you know <laughs> anyway yeah. who knows what, on this I, what the vancouver is actually doing will probably come back and like it'll be something yeah maybe it maybe it was maybe it was just a cover story um mm -hmm. so we'll see how if that if that comes back anyway so she's not too impressed captain freeman that she's got to now lead this mission when she thought she uh, had the easier part of the assignment so they and then they're like well take us out of warp we've arrived here and there she is davin deep space nine can we just admire door. those pylons can we just yeah why not uh looks really yeah. good in this um cgi slash animated form um my cheeks are dry now but they weren't i'll tell you yeah that. oh my god it Shaq's was beautiful here. to see her again even in this form she was gorgeous well Shaq's is not happy to see it tacky no. cardassian fascist eyesore i mean calls it he's not wrong tacky fascist he's not wrong but i see an eyesore <laughs> i mean no it's not an eyesore he's he's wrong about that 
but it was yeah built by the Cardassians, yeah. of course. Um, anyway, so so she's like, buy me some time while I go study up on the Karama. Uh, and uh, I remember and, them; they were funny. You know, what do I do? Ah, I don't know. Just circle around and pretend we're in awe of the pylons. Yes, sir. Let's do it. And I'm glad I'm they held that scene for a, a while. Yeah. But it could have even been longer. They could have circled the station for another three minutes. And another. Oh, I think they would have. If this was a 40-minute show, I think they would have definitely just kept the joke, joke going. But they're like, we have to keep the episode moving. Just uh, <laughs> Yeah. Here all trust nothing, uh, which is uh, definitely a uh, reference to um, the the called arms, the season five finale, which we covered not too long ago on um, – on on D Space Nine, I believe I have that that quote here uh, that references this title. If I can just find it, EFG Farangi. Um, here, I'll trust nothing. Just don't forget the one hundred ninetieth rule of acquisition. Here, I'll trust nothing. Good advice, sir. Yep, indeed. And that sets us up for this episode. Uh, so we see like Tendi's, Tendi and like Rutherford and Boimler are all excited to be here. Um, you know. Ah, I can't believe we're at Deep Space Nine. You know. The original uh, quirks. They got the original quirks of all things, you know. I bet they have a quirks. Oh, Tendi, not just any quirks, the original quirks. You're excited for a franchise restaurant? You guys are such tourists. Yeah. <laughs> franchise i think that was like when i was like hey i'm coming to nova scotia you want to go to the keg and you're like are you you ontarians in your franchise restaurants kegs yeah (laughs) then i yeah uh we also see that jennifer is here guys um you know hi jennifer hey guys (laughs) so she was just hanging out in the bunk i guess um because there was a question about last week with rutherford whether or not they're like these have privacy screens or something. I imagine they do, but we don't actually see those in in effect. Um, yeah, but that's where because I don't know where Jennifer sleeps normally. Whatever Jennifer, whatever Jennifer, uh, or Jenny as we, Jenny, Jenny from the block uh, yeah. as we get to know her in this episode. Um, yeah, so the friends are super great. Every scene, yeah. it's just like you just savor it. Yeah, it's a great episode. So I love the All story. The I, stuff too. Is amazing. Oh yeah, great! It's so good, and and the Mariner storyline really good too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she's just like, you know, they'll get lost without me. They can't really uh, <laughs> hang out, and they're like, no, we don't. Uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna go give them a tour of DS9 because without me, they'll probably get lost and end up in a mirror universe with Smiley. Oh no, we won't. Yeah, we have maps. <laughs> We I don't know they each get a map just to be extra careful too. It's like there's <laughs> three maps. We're all good here. Yeah, they'll they'll end up they'll end up in a, uh, a mirror universe with Smiley without yeah. without her there. Smiley O'Brien, Good old a union Smiley. man. He was a union man. He was a union man. Yeah, that's right. And a Karen. Anyway, so uh, uh, we get a moi here. You know. Oh, hi Jennifer. Hi Jennifer. You know. Ooh, meeting the friends. That's big. Yeah, she's going to go meet her friends later on. We're also told. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, but they don't they don't call them hangouts, they call them salons. They call their hangout salons. Like, what are you, Hemingway? What are you I love I love that line? <laughs> what are you, Hemingway? What a joke to throw in there. Yeah. Uh oh, we got a few people in the chat. We got hello from Jeremy Caulfield. 
and what up, Jeremy? Sam. Oh, we missed a couple of comments for Sav. Uh oh. Sometimes you got to be patient with us. We're getting old. Uh, he's asking us to check out a YouTube channel called Rick Nine Egg, uh, where he does a lot of videos on classic shows and does interviews. Sometimes he does an interview with Sherwood Shrutz. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who Sherwood Shrutz is. Yeah, we're not up uh, on the, the Shrutz anyway. No. What do we got here? Anyway, so she's going to meet them at the salon. Uh, and she said, they, they said, you'll be fine. Just don't, don't be bossy. You'll be fine. Just don't be all bossy like you are with us. I'm not bossy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not boss. I'm boss. <laughs> Good one, boss. <laughs> See you later, boss. <laughs> anyway, we go over to the station. We go to ops. Oh, no, no we go to the promenade first. Crew. This is um, this is another amazing season of this show. Get yeah. This show. Uh, they're on the promenade. The promenade. Ooh, it's even more <laughs> Cardassian than I imagined. Guys, this is awesome. Batlefs R Us is now a, a kiosk at the uh, on the promenade. <laughs> yeah, Batlefs R Us. I did like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're taking pictures they're, of the pad. tacky shops, is whatever they're called later. Your tacky kiosk, he, call, he calls them a, a few uh, uh, tchotchke uh places yeah. or whatever. <laughs> uh, but they're they're happy to be there. Um, oh, so yeah. we, we, we get to see Kira uh come up uh, here to ops. Um, there's kind of a, a longer scene here where you know she kind of moves across ops. We only see okay, one thing I did observe here is we only see Bajoran militia here in ops, we don't see yeah. any Starfleet personnel i i noticed that as well not one not, not a single one no i thought that yeah. was interesting that has to be like a deliberate for sure but we know that that orion guy's serving here so there are at least a few starfleet personnel on the just station not in command just or they're all not off their up. shift um you know it's weird uh i like i had expected kira to join starfleet or, or the Bajor oh yeah go ahead well, that that like that I was I always just thought it was weird that at the end of C and we we will talk about it when we talk about it in our D Space Nine podcast probably next later this year or something like that when we get to season seven. But when she like they put her in the Starfleet uniform for the end of season seven, then they take her out of it, put her back in the Bajoran uniform for the finale, and then I was like, well, Bajor is going to join the Federation. She's going to join Starfleet, isn't she? Or, you know, like uh, but no, she doesn't. She's that doesn't star. seem to have happened. I don't think uh, she would. Um, but I would think, now here's a theory. Um, if, say, Bajor did join the Federation, which I'm not convinced they have here, just by what I'm seeing. Um, even if they did, um, Starfleet have may, may be able to like kind of retreat in their role a bit and just be more of an advisory role or kind of tertiary role on Deep Space Nine where it's just kind of like another uh, port for them that they don't have to run necessarily because, you know, they don't want to have to commit. Because it's a Bajoran station. Because so it's a Bajoran station. Possibly, yeah. That's that. There's a good chance of that, I think. Um, I don't know. We don't, we don't have a full sense of it. We just know that Kira, for all intents and purposes, seems to be in command of the station, and is still yeah. in the Bajoran militia. Second time the tears started, or the cheeks started to get a little. Wet. Yeah, well, they they really they, they did some music here. They had her look out the window for quite a long time. She sees this ship come through, almost like she's watching, waiting for the Cisco to come back. You know, she indeed is. Is he on that shuttle? She's thinking. Yeah, 
is he coming back? But anyway, uh, Captain Freeman oh, shows was, up. The one more character I was hoping to see is a lot of them, but I was kind of hoping we'd see Jake. I was hoping we would see like maybe Bashir because um, he was still on the station last when we left. Like a, a lot of them moved on. Like O'Brien moved on. Of course, Cisco had Wharf leaves. Odo leaves at the end of the show. Um, but in the uh, books or whatever, Ezri ends up serving on the Titan. She leaves Ezri goes to become a captain or whatever, right? So, and I think Bashir goes with her. Um, She's first the, officer of the Titan first under Riker. In the books. In the books. Yeah. Um, and we'll see what they do with that. Maybe like in the future, if they do canis canonicize. I always liked that. that. Like, I his, his like crew on the Titan was really cool. I kind of wish that was like proper canon. Well, it's starting to become like we're seeing more of the Titan kind of show up a little bit in Lower Decks uh, here and there, um, mm. and seeing those years. Yeah, so we get to we see, uh, you know see it here. I thought it was interesting that they shake with their uh, left hands here uh, when they say hello. That's that is different. interesting. I don't know why they would do that. Um, other than it was probably just easier to animate. Wouldn't it be funny if they just both happened to be left-handed? Yeah. And then uh, and then Kira says, hey, welcome to the station. You know, uh, she's like, I know you were expecting the Vancouver, but it's us, you know. Well, it's not Starfleet Command unless they throw us a few curveballs. That sounds like baseball. That's right. Um, you know uh, baseball? You know baseball? Nobody's played baseball in 200 years. That sounds like baseball. Or maybe they still play it. I don't know. She's I introducing have... her um, her first thought to Ransom here, and then she goes to introduce Shax, and she's like, oh, I know Shax, you know. And my so... security chief. Oh, I know this scarred-up old barrel bug. How are you, Shax? <laughs> Any day not living under Cardassian rule is a good one. We were in the resistance together. They were in the resistance together. Maybe they were in the uh, the, sh the shikar. Uh, I don't know. But then it becomes this ongoing battle, which is the funniest part of the episode about who saved whose life more. You yeah. know, he saved my and life during a raid on the Haru outpost. <laughs> I still owe you for that one. No, you don't. She saved my life when we were ambushed at Vanneker. You know. Yeah, but uh, it's an argument in reverse. Like neither of them wants to be the one ahead. No. no, no, you saved me way more than I saved you. They're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I got more. She saved my life when we were ambushed at Vanneker. Yeah, because I owe you for pulling me out of that plasma storm in the Badlands. I'm sure it was all very rebellious. We wouldn't have even. <laughs> we wouldn't have even made it to the Badlands if you hadn't sprung me from that prison transport. You sprang me from one the week before. That one didn't count. We were both locked up. Come on. That was. That's my favorite way to end that. That one didn't count. We were both locked up. <laughs> I was Somebody like, I need, I need more of that. Oh my god! Their, yeah, their relationship is amazing. They should just make Kira right. A Kira and Shaq show. I could go. Oh for my that. god, me too. <laughs> just transfer Shaq to Deep Space Nine. They yeah. put the show there. Like, does does this episode make you? Like, for me, it makes me yearn for a Deep Space Nine cartoon. Like in in this animation style and everything, but just make it serious. Maybe yeah, like, like it's why still not? funny because Deep Space Nine was always, I think, the funniest of the Star Treks as well. It was, yeah. Can, can you make Shaq a more serious character? I think so because he's had his moments where he's been serious too, right? Yeah, so he's not so. always a joke. Um, we see here the Carol well, show. Maybe you don't need to move Shaq to overcome to think. But I see what you're saying there because he's kind of a comedy character. For sure. But, uh, uh, um, we see the Karama show up here. We haven't seen them since, what, season three of Deep Space Nine? Really? James Cromwell, She's... I think, played the last Karama. 
we saw. Yeah. Um, or one of them, you know, and they, you know, they're members of the Dominion. Your way is just barter. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> how these alpha savages managed to win the war. Neither do I. Yeah. These alpha savages. Yeah. You know, and they, they look like they're here to blow something up, but we find it, this is kind of a misdirect. We think that there's some, like, they're here to, as a final, with a, some kind of a suicide bomb, but it turns out to be something else here. Um, Hope to Quirks. Uh, I never saw this sign on the show. This is new. Mm. Uh, this is the franchise to... sign. This is a, yeah, the franchise sign. We see uh, he's coming out of here with a hat. This this Vulcan, I guess, or Romulan. I'm not quite sure. Um, everybody, you can see there's even a gift shop there that never used to be there. There's a beautiful like kind of um, subtle thing they're doing with all this Quirk stuff that I'll talk about at the end, but it's very enjoyable. You can get like your ears. Um, yeah, and so Armament Shimmerman back to voice uh, Quark again, you know. I love my fans. For a small price, plus bar tax and processing fees. <laughs> Quark. Yeah, Quark. Um, one thing that they did end at the end of D Space Nine was that, you know, Odo leaves and Kira says, Don't you get happy, too happy there, Quark, because I'm going to make your life as miserable as Odo did. So it seems like Quark's been, or Kira's been keeping that promise. Uh, for the last six years, and just you know, always staying on top of Quark. Uh, introducing, he's doing good business under Kira, though. Yeah, he is. Uh, you know. Anyway, so she's he tries to like charm Captain Freeman. You know, I love Starfleet. I do a lot of business in Federation space. You know, he uh, he. I did expand my simple bar into twenty-one franchises across the Alpha Quadrant. And somehow I remain humble. What are you talking about? Can't people just replicate drinks? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Quirk explains that he uh, his own, yeah, his own, he has his own like proprietary replicator that gives like a a better kind of replicated drink than a standard replicator would. Look, I totally believe that a dedicated drink making machine would be better than a standard. Starfleet replicator. Then an all-purpose replicator, yeah. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Right, the Quark two thousand. Um, we got kind of see that this is one of the one of the, the cornerstones of his of his business model, uh, making those special drinks. You know, he's that's like such it. an old reference, though. That's so hilarious. Like the Quark two thousand. Like to call something the two thousand is so like nineteen eighty. You know? <laughs> but like, how is that like a new thing? Like, where does the 2000 come in when you're in the year 2374 or whatever it is? No, yeah, it's right. true. Although we don't know what year it is for the for the Ferengi. Um, 2000. Yeah. <laughs> the show, this says 9 ended in 1999. So I guess 2000 would have... Uh, uh, that's there. That could be something. Something to that, but... Um, Do you think there's room at Starfleet Academy for a Quarks? Um, No. Not to worry. We'll set it up with a Quarks Express. I get it. Get a Quarks Express there, Davin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that a Tim Hortons reference? <laughs> Maybe. Or like I think it's more like a Panda Express or like a um you see like some of these you see some franchises have like express versions of their of yeah, their bit of Tim Hortons does. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, they go to Quarks here. We see it's it's Boimler and Rutherford and Tendi heading into the actual Quarks, checking it out, getting a seat. Uh, Whoa! The original Quarks. You know, I, uh, Boimler. Oh sees my stars! They've got Dabo. I, I I thought it was illegal. Boimler, 
it's probably rigged. Oh, cheating? Had a quarks? You can't rig a game here. You can't rig a game of quarks. <laughs> that would never <laughs> happen ever. This is the original quarks. This is a straight and narrow place. Franchisable. Yeah, yeah. Boimler's tell got his... A, tell him he's a good cat and a pretty cat. Oh, he's a good cat and a pretty cat. I will feed him. Um, but we continue the ongoing saga of Bold Boimler, which seems to be like the kind of theme for season yeah. three. I'm Bold Boimler, oh. and fortune favors the bold. Oh, so, oh God. Oh, sorry. Oh. Him and his, his little purse. I just love his line there, though. It's, it's a clutch. It's a clutch. Yeah. It's a <laughs> and then we meet this guy. Uh, his yeah. name is Mask. Oh, oh, a fellow Orion. Greeting. Hey, look at that. In hey. In more the classic Orion shade. Yeah, so uh, we see, like, yeah, like it was interesting that they they colored them differently here. Um, with you know, different different like, tones. Like that's the green they use for the Enterprise Orions for sure. Right. We see Tendi's different than that, um, and we're getting more like, yeah, they've been filling this in over the last few seasons that Tendi has sort of a past. She is the mistress of the winter garden or whatever it was. <laughs> mistress um, of the winter nights or something. Yeah. I, go, oh, I just got to quickly look up that. Um, yeah. It was like Tendy's Ten cousin. Tendy's amazing. Anything for you, cat. mistress of the winter constellations. Oh, the winter constellations. Yeah. And the whole like fall screen. Yeah. It's an Orion thing. It actually makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. It's an Orion thing. Anyway, so this... <laughs> This guy Mask, uh, he's you know he's he's a uh, he's something. Um, mm -hmm. He's a pirate. Know. Well, he, he's a wannabe pirate. You know, <laughs> he has his his pirate tool religiously attached to his uniform. Yeah, and he starts like just explaining everything about his like little pirate uh, outfit. Hey, check this out, my Orion multi key. I got a religious exemption to wear it with my uniform, suckers. Oh, what is it? Uh, it's a traditional tool used by Orion pirates. Orion pirates. Oh, it's good for everything from stabbing guys to picking locks to stealing ships. Oh, wow. Yeah, all positive things. All positive things. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, yeah, Tandy doesn't like it, but Rutherford's just always friendly no matter what. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. That's great. Why? Where'd it go? You be you. Yay, pirating. Yeah. Yay. You know, so anyway, so uh, Mask is going to show them around. It, you know, I just like Rutherford, like, let's go around this circle. Let's go around this big promenade circle. Uh, over to the Cerritos. Yeah, so we get awesome. this, we get the storyline here with Mariner and Castro. For whatever reason, I loved this, uh, this storyline here, you know. Uh, when she opens the door and like this, just this background music you hear. I didn't get the memo that uh, this was like a sweats kind of party. <laughs> Not a party, a salon. And we always said the wardrobe is bedazoid casual. <laughs> it's the, the wardrobe is bedazoid casual. Bedazoid <laughs> casual. <laughs> yep. It's like a sweats party. Um, we see here that. Uh, I thought bedazoid casual was naked. Um. That's that's Betazoid formal, right? My mistake. Betazoid casual is just sweats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They call it. They call her Jenny. Um, they call you Jenny. Ugh, I hate it. It goes back to our time at the academy. Yeah. Anyway, candle making. Candle making. Very cool. 
How did she just happen to get posted on a ship with all her friends from the academy? I don't know. That, that doesn't happen. That doesn't seem to happen. Like, yeah, this is a lot of friends uh, yeah. to come over here. And then she's like, hey, I'm just going to get a big drink here. And uh, they're like, oh, can we ask you about Boimler? Hey, girl, can we talk Boimler? Oh, I know what you're going to ask. And no, he's actually not reverse aging. He just doesn't get enough vitamins. Is he single? What? Purple hair is so sexy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just need a little more of this. <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 yeah, okay. oh, the whole bottle of Adele. <laughs> is that Sorian brandy or Debron whiskey? I can't tell. Um, yeah, I can't tell either. One of the but, two, I think. Yeah, but anyway, it's just like. Or is it that stuff? Is it the stuff that Scotty drinks? It's it, it's green. That's El Debron whiskey. Yeah, it's El Debron whiskey. Yeah, I think it's, it seems to be. Um, anyway, over back to Deep Space Nine, where the Karama are waiting in this conference room, and they're like, where's Captain Nguyen? And you can't even keep your appointment. So they're kind of get they're they're not too too they're grumpy these karma from the Gamma Quadrant. Yeah. The uh, James Cromwell karma was also quite grumpy. He was. Yeah. Mm. They're kind of like the Ferengi of the Gamma Quadrant, but they're not they're a little bit more like grumpy, I guess. It's kind yeah, of they're, like, they're more by the books too, remember? Like Cork had to convince James Cromwell to sort of take chances. And James Cromwell's all just like only a fool would risk losing what he has to chance you know like right sort of they're more they're more pragmatic and frugal you could mm -hmm. say mm -hmm. um anyway th this is where we get like the next argument here between Shax and uh and, and uh kira i owe you for taking a phaser shot for me on the dakaro mission what? you took one from me at dakaro no i mean dakaro prime the one with the little trees you're gonna have to keep that clip forever. That's I know, yeah. It's just nice. No, not that Takaro, the other Takaro, Takaro Prime with all the little trees. They were definitely in the Shikara together. Like they definitely seem to have spent a lot of time together. <laughs> <laughs> they almost have like a brother sister dynamic. Yeah, I know it's great. I love it. Uh, it was oh, yeah. great. It was a great piece of comedy in this episode. Uh, some of the best chemistry Cures had with any character. No, like, no, no. Prime, the one with the little trees. The one with the little trees. No, that didn't count. You know, she's just totally going with it. Excuse me. All right. But so, it's uh, funny. It's just like because it just picks up from that, like from their last argument. So it almost seems like whatever this span of time was, whether it's like an hour or whatever that they've been hanging out that they've, they've been arguing about this the entire time so like they've saved each other probably like 50 times <laughs> probably <laughs> like, like when we met Kira like Kira was like 20 something <laughs> when we met her in the beginning of D Space 9 so like I don't know but she had been through a lot so it's yeah. uh I don't know <clears throat> There was a lot of missions. Uh, here we go back to D Space Nine, the promenade. So it's um, the Orion buddy here, uh, Mask. He's showing around yes. Rutherford and Tandy. Uh, what I did like was we saw some more kiosks up on the upper level of the promenade, which you normally never saw on the show. Like the, you normally, all the shops were always on the bottom level, uh, and uh, the, the the upper level was normally more observation. There was like Quark had a few tables on the up on the second level, but um, illegal kind of observation. Odo called it loitering. Right, no loitering, yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of just interesting to see that uh, those are now occupied or shown a little bit more. 
um he's kind of showing him around you know we're, we're just get, getting into some trouble like so like orion's do you know a couple orion's up to no good just skulking around <laughs> lock up your valuables am i right <laughs> yeah totally yeah just skulking around yeah oh that oh yeah rutherford's like hey i'm gonna go up on that on that cow i'll get her right uh where are they right by the infirmary here i guess see, see it's clear like something's up with mesk but it, it yeah, you don't know what it is. They yet. kept that card tight to their vest because I I could didn't figure it out until he says it that but he's not like, that, that yeah yeah. There's clearly something going on here. He's a poser. Like yeah, yeah. But, and then uh, Tendy just like you know ha- has had enough with him uh, eventually here. You know, look, not every Orion does the pirate criminal thing. Okay. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, what do you want? <laughs> whoa. Right, like she's like that, you know. She's like, he's like, hey, watch it with your pheromone. She's like, we don't all have those, which is great. Like that's the first time we finally cleared that up about Tendi. Yeah, we've we've always wondered, like, is she pheromone controlling everybody? Can she? No, she can't. No, she's the mistress of the winter constellations. Regardless, she doesn't even need the pheromones. Yep, badass. Yeah, and then and then she's like, "Hey, Rutherford, come on, get down here right now." Because uh, she gets a call from Captain Freeman that they need help moving the booze around or something. Um, and and, uh, and I, I like this thing. Rutherford, let's go. But I wanted to have a heart to heart with the junior reporter up here. No. Oh man. A junior reporter was it? Jake Cisco. Jake. Yeah, just, I think it's probably Jake. He's looking to have a heart to heart, just hanging up on the upper level of the promenade, loitering on the upper level of the promenade. Jake and uh, Rutherford would get along great. They probably would, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we go over to Quark's area with the Dabo, and we see like uh, Boimler is just killing it at Dabo. You know, he's got his clutch. <laughs> his clutch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like the Frig, he's like, keep betting, keep keep gambling. You know, just being like super. Yeah, that, this is a boring. It's like, oh yeah, but we don't use money. Yeah, but well, that comes at the end. Yeah, but this oh, is where he's like, he's like, fortune favors the bold, and he keeps like, <laughs> he keeps like betting and betting, and the Ferengi is just not impressed, right? Like it's just like he's, he, um, so yeah, we got Tendi and Rutherford. They've answered the, the the call here to move more Romulan ale around or whatever, and uh, Tendi's starting to explain things to Rutherford, but then Mask just shows up. He's like, hey, what's up? I was assigned to be your security guard. And, yeah, he's just like the douchiest guy you'd ever meet. Do they need a security guard just to like move this booze? Yeah. Tendy Valley girl, totally. Uh yeah, so just moving along here and like uh, Tendy's losing her patience for this guy uh, as things go on. She's just pissed off. Uh, on the Cerritos at this candle salon party, which I was just like thought was so funny. Like this whole everything in this whole scene in this 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 storyline was making me laugh for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but Look, remember to keep your tension tight when you pour the wax, or else you're just wasting wax. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, like Mariner just hates I didn't get this. one of those Ritos t-shirts. I like that's such a dig at like the discovery people, and I love it. it. Is. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's, have a, let's get a shirt that says Ritos because, <laughs> like, what 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 does uh, the Enterprise shirt say? Just enter, enter, enter. prize. No, it's just prize. Just prize. Yeah, just prize. Well, maybe that's better. Um, mm-hmm. this the discovery could also just be very disco if you want. But the way uh, prize would be spelled, people would be like, "What's 
What's priest? What's priest? Pricey. What's <laughs> price? <laughs> anyway, so they're going. They're going through like they're. Um, they're asking Mariner to. What was this? Okay, sorry, could you just remind me what this? What, what they're getting trying to get Mariner to do here in the scene? Is, um, it, is it the dance? I think so. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I have to just quickly remind, remind myself what was going on in this scene. Uh, in the care, in cash, everyone's wondering why the power. No, this is later on. Uh, I want one of those uh, Starfleet. Oh, she's telling her story about her personal battlefield story when she was on the Enterprise. Castro then invites Mariner to tell her own story, and Mariner politely declines. Don't she'd just rather listen. Castro then tells she believes Mariner to be disrespectful of the salon, saying that uh, Jennifer was correct in saying that Mariner enjoys being contrary. Castro then invites Anya to go next, who begins a dance she calls the Kobayashi Maroon. Yeah, there's the dance, yeah. Yeah. This was funny. This was funny. (laughs) (laughs) The Kobayashi Maroon? Yeah, the Kobayashi Maroon because he's wearing maroon. Yeah. Oh my God. Back on Tuesdays <laughs> now, we got Kira, Freeman, Ransom, and Shax. We're all walking with uh, the caramel along the promenade, uh, showing him along things. He's not impressed. You know, um, you know, they're like just a few shops. But what about Quarks, the entrepreneur? You know, which does get their attention. Uh, and they bring him in here into the gift shop, and we see Quark. Quark's a celebrity. He's getting like a picture here with some people, but then he sees the caramel coming. And he like puts them out of the way and says he's busy. And this is where you know, like, quirks up to something. Like, this is very, very obvious. Uh, he doesn't want to over, they're like, well, we could open up quirks in the Gamma Quad. He doesn't want to oversaturate the market, he says. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and uh, he, then he, then he tells the camera because it's a whole new quadrant. Yeah. Which is, yeah <laughs> there's, there's no quirk, you can't oversaturate it. Right, but then you know, Quark's like, I don't want to work with these caramel because they didn't do anything during the Dominion War where my my Cardassian or my uh, customers were getting um, murdered. Murdered, you know. I have principles. No, you don't. Quark. <laughs> I have principles. Quark. No, you don't. <laughs> you know. You ever heard the Dominion War? You ever heard of the Dominion War? <laughs> and yeah, it, uh, Captain Freeman, wishing she didn't get this assignment right now. You know, but anyway, and up here on the Karamas ship where, uh, you know, we got Rutherford and Tendi and, and Mask here doing it. He's just like, I, we could totally be pirates, take over the ship, you know, just completely. Uh, I guess we could do it. And then Tendi just loses it on him, yells at him, <laughs> telling him, like, get on with it. And pirate, being a pirate's not cool. Um, and she calls her kind of a race traitor, basically. <laughs> You know, and, and it goes off here. We got Boimler winning more and more Dabo. Uh, he's got the slick back hair. He's got the open jacket. He's having <laughs> yeah, a, he, a yeah, cool bold Boimler. He's going, going here. You know, he's, yeah. he's having, and they say, we got to check you, Hubon. You're cheating somehow. What is the mm-hmm. uh, thing? He's like, no way, man. No, this, is I'm just, this is bold Boimler. Fortune favors the bold Boimler. Uh, and he continues to win, much uh, to the Ferengi. Uh, Frankie's disappointment here. Um, anyway, so the, the more tension building here between Quirk and the Karama, and then they kind of like look at his his replicator sneaking over, and then like the, they kind of figure out 
in the next few moments here that it's like it's stolen Karamek technology that he's been he got this from the Gamma Quadrant years ago, and this pisses the the hell off of them. And we see like they throw that device they showed earlier on. It like it's it, it's it's they do it very quickly. It's great. It takes all the power out, not just on the station, but also on the Cerritos. Um, knocks yeah. all the power out here. Oh, I wish I this is one clip I, I meant to pull where she's just like, ah, I burned my hand with the wax. Oh, uh, uh, wax. Oh, wax. <laughs> Could be a maroon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then they like they they basically like they they transport Quark out here. I like how they had Dominion um style transporters too. That was mm -hmm. nice touch. Um and you know, she tries to call up to ops, but everything's off. Oh, the one thing I did mention that um when when this whole thing was happening, Shaq saved uh, Kira here, so now she right. owes him another one. Yeah, he's, they're, 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 they're always just trying to see who's going to save who more often. It's like an ongoing battle. Um. Anyway, like, like Freeman's like, well, how the hell did this like di diplomatic mission turn into a kidnap case? You know, but uh, it doesn't matter because Boimler's going to keep playing Dabo in the dark. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> she just keeps going. Uh, oh, you think like they would they cancel? But they keep going. Anyway, so the uh, we got the the mask here. He's car he's writing something into the wall with his little multi tool, like just to say that Tendi's a a traitor to all riots. And uh, <laughs> she's 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 getting mad. But at this point, they notice that Quark's getting dragged in here, um, and they kind of they kind of figure out that this isn't quite right. So they need to do something. They, they're they're the Karama like D dock from the upper pylon here. And they start heading towards the wormhole. And uh, they can't raise anybody on comms. Mesk is, uh, he's not exactly the bravest guy. He's having a little bit of a freak out here. Uh, <laughs> on the Cerritos, uh, we got... Uh, not you know, very piratey. Not very piratey. Mar Mariner and like Jennifer and the whole candle party here at the salon. They're like starting to kind of freak out. They can't get out of the, um, the hatch here. Um, what are they going to do? You know, and they're going to realize that the candles are eating up all the oxygen and like uh, Castro's like, no, you can't take my can my, the, uh, <laughs> my candles. Uh, what did she say? Shock was that yeah, when she it's... talks to Jennifer. Yeah. And so Jennifer's yeah. like, why are you being like this? I need, yeah. I just need you to, you know, chill out. And uh, why, why are you being so nice? Uh, she's like, I like that you don't take shit from anybody, you know? Yeah. You don't have to be a different person. And she's like, oh, yeah, well. I'm invited here so you tear my friends a new one. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait for you to just tell these people off. This is what I've been going for. She's like, oh, good. Well, here's my family. Everyone, shut the <laughs> oh, You can't tell us what to do. This is my salon. And this is my freezer. <gasps> hey, did you know that when you're unconscious, you actually consume way less oxygen? So? What does that have to do? Yeah. Shoots <laughs> <laughs> them all. Like, takes it way further. Takes yes. away further. So it's like chasing them around and phasering <laughs> them. And like Jennifer cheering on. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer's so happy. This is being like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, they noted like boy or Rutherford here is like, holy shit, we're headed towards the wormhole. What are we gonna do now? Um and they say, well, this is great, Mask. You're a pirate. You can help us take over this ship. Oh, wait. Did I do something? Whoop, that was me. My bad. How do I fix that? Uh, oh. I hit the wrong oh, button. Oh, no, I did it again. 
All right, I'm gonna stop hitting that button. My bad. I was trying to hit this. You might hit yeah, hit a hotkey or something. Anyway, so uh, he doesn't. He gets there. He doesn't. Yeah, he's like, I'm not really like a, a pirate. I don't know anything about it. I was raised by humans. Teddy's like, that's literally all you talk about. He's like, I'm from Cincinnati. From Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Cincinnati. Do have any other Orions back in Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just so funny. He's like everything I know about Orion's. I it was from a hollow novel, not one of yeah, the good ones. The one, not the good boobs. ones. The one with the boobies on the cover. So <laughs> that was like one of my favorite lines. Oh my god! Oh, uh, Dad, when you come to Newfoundland, Sam wants to know. Oh, you know, eventually, maybe next year, actually. Yeah, I've never been there. I can, I can answer this one. In fact, Atheltes, if you go back in House Savoy far enough, Atheltes is a great member of House Savoy. If you go back far enough. That's true. Atheltes. All right. Anyway, so uh, where were we? Uh, Yeah, so they're like, it's okay, man. It's okay to be from Cincinnati. You know, you don't have to be such a poser. She's like, I I just... (laughs) We all have our, our strengths and differences, you know. She's super positive here. She's like, well, what are we going to do? And then we see this side of Kendi come out, you know. She grabs the tool, and we find out that um, she has all this to her. It was, it was kind of hinted at uh, in last yeah. season. And then she just, like, completely goes off. Syndicate and everything, her family. Yeah, syn- oh, she's like, are you a real pirate? Oh, yeah, syndicate and everything. Let's go. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she's just, uh, and this caravan guy, she's like, they're like, stop. And she just like <laughs> nails them. Like, you know, this guy, she sees she the immediately tube. sees the gold tube. Yeah, boom, boom. Yeah. Gets this guy, headbutts him. <laughs> Rips out the tooth. That's the craziest thing, though. So they're like, oh my God, what are you doing? She's just like, quiet, I'm pirating. I'm pirating right now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> throws the thing. In the thing, and then like she's coming in uh, <laughs> with her phone. <laughs> this guy just runs away. He's like, nope. And he just hops <laughs> over. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, we're we're entering the wormhole. We need to like we have to do something. And she's like, hold it. And they throw the tooth into this thing, which disrupts it. Like Kendi should be in security based on all of this, but you know she's uh, that's not her her calling. She's a science officer. Well, they keep hinting towards the fact that she's like heading straight for command. She might be, yeah. Like she seems like she she would you know she would be the most suited for it. Uh, She's the most well rounded, seemingly. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and she's like, well, you know, I got the whole thing done. My dad would be so happy with me, Uh, you know. Um, and, uh, and she's like, well, they got to figure out what we did in a few hours. We won't be able to stop them forever anyway. But this is, this is the point where we see that the, that they've been grabbed by a tractor beam and they're pulled in, uh, from the station here. Uh, but you know, they got the main power on. Like, oh, why, did like, why did they just stop? Like, why did yeah. they just, <laughs> what was the, what was the response that Freeman gives here? Um, oh, I can't remember yeah, that's what you always need the sound clips to like remind yourself. Anyway, so back in the quarters where the power is still out uh, with Jennifer and uh, and Mariner, you know they're like, well, it's kind of a bad look that we're the only guys not stunned, you know. So they do the the, the kiss here and they they stun each uh, themselves, which I thought was fun. Very um, romantic. Very romantic. Mm-hmm. You know, 
comes out here. Got to save that oxygen. Gotta save that oxygen. And then, like, the Caramel are in, like, the cell. Like, can, that... you, can you go back to that last shot? I just like, how Quark is cowering behind Freeman. He's like, <laughs> hold of her and everything. <laughs> like, Quark's not that short. Like, look how much shorter he looks than, than Kira. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty funny, too. Yeah, he was never shown like to be that small. That's how they draw Ferengi in this show. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, if anything, he's no, like that's the same. better. See, yeah, he was. Just that's like, a little better. But if, if anything, I remember him being almost the same height as as Kira. Um. Anyway, yeah. So they're like, we didn't kidnap him. We arrested him for stealing our technology. And so basically, uh, Captain Freeman, uh, they they kind of broker a, a piece here, which is all based on royalties. Basically, let's give. <laughs> Away some of Quark's royalties on these uh, the the Quark two thousands to the Caramel, and we go back over here to Quark's bar, where uh, the Caramel are just like they're drinking the the good stuff on on Quark's tab because they made their profit. They're okay with the technology being stolen as long as they're being compensated for it. Um, yeah. Anyway, so and Quark's pissed off here. You know they want they want they wanted the Tamarian mead. The, the top shelf stuff. That's that's the good stuff, Dad. Oh, yeah. Top shelf. Cork always had his top shelf. That's where the Canar uh, 27 was. Oh, yeah. Get, get out the 27, Canar. Yeah. Conforted yeah, I, on a gull's salary. Yeah. Uh, Freeman shows up to kind of gloat. She's like, aren't you ha- wouldn't you rather, would you rather be in prison or, uh, or poor? He's like, I'd rather be in prison. You know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, to Anna, first time she, we've seen her in the episode. yeah, she doesn't say anything in this episode, she's just like licking out of her glass there. <laughs> um, and uh, and then like Jennifer and uh, Marin are talking, they're like, Oh, my friends are scared of you now, you know. <laughs> just, oh my god, she's looking over here, she's looking over here, <laughs> and they're just having a, a great time. And then Quark's like, He Quark knows Mariner, and apparently Mariner owes Quark a bunch of money. She's like, yeah, she, go. he, she, yeah, he's like, That better be like a bag of latinum you have down there. Yeah, nope, you know, uh, no. but I got the hollow recording of your head on Kira's body still. What? I deleted yeah. that. <laughs> it's a great callback. It's like immediately Kira's there. She's like, what's on that? What's on that? What are you doing, Quark? She's happy to see Mariner. So, she's just, so Mariner yeah. and Kira got along while they while she was there. Uh, oh, you see yeah. Boimler still in the back with his ladies uh, living it up, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, she, she starts chasing Quark around. She's was- eating it. Yeah, he starts eating it. Like they're just they're having a good time. Boimler still continue at the, the Abo table, and then they're like, "How about a voucher?" Which, which Riker, Quirk's Riker, back. yeah, Quark's box. Remember when when, uh, when uh, Riker called up Quark in Next Generation? He was like, "Hey, you know," um, he's like, uh, "You you gave me those yeah. vouchers, which are only go to your bar. I could use a lot of them anywhere." Yeah. Riker had a similar winning streak one time at Quark's, uh, and he's like, "We don't even use money. I totally want it." You know, and they're like, Ugh. <laughs> and then like the the final like scene here between Kira and Shax, which was just great about like who had saved who more often. They're drinking you know I mean? Rising uh, Ties. Yeah, Mai Ties. Rising Mai Ties. Yeah, fancy drink. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I like the other one. The other drink was the Mind Meld. Oh, the Mind Meld. Yeah, we see here. Boimler's got all of that merch um, with his corpse <laughs> bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta fit all that in his little his little locker, uh, and then we get I this want, final I, scene I here. Want all that merge, yeah, me too. Uh, with Tendy <laughs> and Rutherford, uh, you know, she's just saying like, I'm trying to remember the the gist of what she said. 
Um, oh, like, like, you know, you're still friends with me, even though I'm a badass pirate. He's just like, oh, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's, you know, she's like, you're not embarrassed by my, by my background in piracy. And he's like, no, that's part of who you are. Um, mm-hmm. And she's going to try to be less embarrassed about her past. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of wonders what to do with the gold tooth she has, uh, <laughs> which work then uh, offers to take off her hands. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the episode. Look at that beautiful station. And, and a beautiful ship. Look at those pylons. Look at those nacelles. Um, no, it's great to see the station uh, in this form. And to get a check in here with, with the crew like mm-hmm. six years later, it's the closest thing we've had to a Deep Space Nine sequel. And I, they knew that. And that's why they, there is the long shot of the station and all this stuff. So they're just like, here you go. I know you've been wanting this, everybody. DS9 fans. Yeah. No, it was great. Like it was um for if you love D Space Nine, I think that this episode's yeah, for you. Stuff. Great, of course, to have Nana Visitor and uh <laughs> he switched this around. Uh yeah, Nana Visitor and Armin Shimmerman back voicing these roles again, you know. Uh I, I'd say Nana was a little bit better for me. I feel like uh, Armin has aged a bit and that was a bit more noticeable you you can hear the age in her voice on a couple lines but that's fine i mean the characters have aged there's nothing no problem but not as much as they have in real life uh in like it's like we said it's only been about six years in the in the show's timeline but it's been 30 years for or 20 something five for us almost so um i just hope like that it's just them testing the waters for something more specifically ds9 sequely Oh, I would love a yeah. DCS Nine sequel. Like, you could never. So, the, the problem is like now that like Armin Shimmerman has passed, and a few of the other, or not Armin Shimmerman. Armin, Armin Shimmerman's still very much alive. But you Rene don't o- need Odo. I mean, he's a great part of what DS Nine was, but his character is gone. His character is. You awesome. don't have to bring his character back, you but he was Odo. he was part of the crew, and he I guess was. like it, it's really about whether you can get Avery Brooks back. You know, that's I think if, if you can get Avery, you can do anything. And my other theory on that is there's that new Cisco comic coming out, so I feel like they're just testing the waters. They're testing those DS9 waters, Dave. Yeah, it was Shimmerman, uh, Jeremy. Who was it? Uh, Sam's giving this episode a 10. Before we get to the ratings, though, just quickly, we're going to give you a couple of details discovered by Dave. Um, interesting, um, even though this episode just came out today, uh, Tawny Newsome, who plays Mariner, said, you know, uh, look, I'm not proud of a lot of things in my career, but I am proud of that because I was right. So he wrote the DS9 episode, meaning this episode, and he wrote it with Mariner on like a side mission or like a different storyline. The writer of this mission, uh, this episode is uh, it's a woman, I believe, or maybe it's not Grace Parajani. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, she says, like, and I read it to myself, and I got really sad for myself uh, because I'm a huge D Space Nine fan, and I really wanted to play in that world. So he logged onto a Zoom, and I gave him some serious shit for it, and I was like, "How are you denying me this is a fan?" And he was like. Tawny, we're making a TV show. This isn't about your wants and dreams, but I think he ultimately heard the wisdom and what I was saying, and he did write and he rewrote the ending so that she kind of ends the the episode on the station there with uh, with Jennifer in the bar because I guess that wasn't in the original script. So, awesome. yeah, uh, but I do agree with the writer. Uh, yes, this isn't about you, Tawny, but uh, it's but it, I think maybe some good game from it uh, mm-hmm. because. Her character is not supposed to be super 
excited about the station, even if you are in real life. Uh, this episode returns the re features the return of Deep Space Nine, as we've been talking about for first time since the finale in 1999. The return of the Karama last appeared 27 years ago in the episode Starship Down. Uh, legacy cameos of those who remained in the years since include Kira Norris, still voiced by Nana Visitor, uh, Quark, Armin Moon. And Morn, uh, he was not voiced by anyone because he's a silent character. There were some uh, implied references to Garrick, Cisco, O'Brien, and O'Brien's mirror universe counterpart, Smiley. And Mask was adopted by humans and raised on Earth. And all he knows of Orion culture is based on hollow novels, similar to Worf's backstory, where he too was raised by humans on Earth. And is theorized that his idea of Klingon culture and honor are based on secondhand knowledge. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. All right. Well, hey, let's get to our. Uh, unless there's any other facts, but I don't believe there is. Um, for an episode that came up today, where is it? All right. Let's go over to our ratings. Mm -hmm. All right, Davin. Hear all. Trust nothing. What do you give this episode? I need to break the rating system. I mean, I'll give it a ten on your rating system here, but I don't feel like that's on a high enough. You want to go to eleven? I feel like I need to go to eleven. I'm going my favorite, to my favorite of the series so far. I mean, a lot of that was probably nostalgia for Deep Space Nine, but it was still a great episode. Both sure, sure. I really liked it too. Uh, it really worked well for me. I give it a nine and a half. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what I what more I wanted from it, but um, you just I feel wanted like I, that little bit of Jake Cisco or uh, Rom or no, not Grand Angus Rom. That makes no sense. Um, you wanted Bashir. I, I wanted Kira in a Starfleet uniform, but that didn't happen. So I think that's or uh, just somebody on the in ops with the Starfleet. Maybe one, <laughs> one Starfleet officer in ops, maybe. I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, the whole thing is it's called Deep Space Nine, right? <laughs> like the Bajorans wouldn't call it Deep Space Nine because what it's in their it? it's in their solar system. Yeah, it's not deep not space it. for them. Kira it's deep space. It's Deep Space Nine. It's Deep Space for the Federation. Yeah. Because it wasn't in their territory when they set up the base there. So I think the Bajorans got to rename it. Well, it's like, why? It's not a deep space station anymore. It's like, it's part of they'll just, just. They'll just call it Cisco Station or like, you know. You can call it Cisco's Deep Space, Deep Cisco Station. Oh, that sounds too naughty. Um, <laughs> what? You don't need the deep. You were just explaining how you don't need the deep part. <laughs> I just wanted to be DS. I just wanted to be DS nine still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> it's only yeah, if only his yeah. name started with a D, then it yeah. could be like named after him. But uh, BS nine, I don't know. Dax Cisco Station. Uh, Dax the Dax Cisco Station. Could yeah, be. Sure. I don't know. Uh, but what, how do you get the nine in there? You got to find a way to get the nine in there. Oh, right. Or you just keep calling D Space Nine regardless. Build three more pylons. Three more and pylons. Nine pylons. And that's right. Six. The, yeah. the nine pylons. Plus all the, the docking boards. Uh, this episode wrote by Grace Parajani, who I don't believe has written an episode before in this well, series. Give her more Deep Space Nine episodes. Yeah. New, uh, Phil Mark uh, Sagadraka was the director who just started directing episodes this season. Um, and who would you give this? Would you say this is a Tendi episode or a Mariner episode? Or I would say both because it's a big relationship episode for Mariner. But a big kind of personal reveal episode for Tendi. Yeah. I, I, I think it's both of theirs. 
It's not a Boimler episode, that's for sure. Or is it a, is it a is it a Quark episode? No, he's not. He's a guest star, so I don't think it's a Shaq's Kira episode. We it's a Shaq's episode. Yeah. Uh, that didn't count. <laughs> you know the one with the count. little trees. <laughs> you were our, both our, in caps. So our, uh, we're, without anybody else, I gave it a nine and a half. You gave it an eleven. So this has a ten point three right now on our rating. <laughs> uh, See, I broke a, your whole rating system. That's okay. Everyone's uh, gonna I, be so mad. It was at it was at eight point nine earlier on IMDb. Still looking pretty strong. Uh, I think this episode is gonna get a lot of praise and love for the for the uh, the thing. No, I um, hope so. How many episodes are there this season? Um, there um, are ten. Oh no, that's way less than twelve. So they've only well, I believe they've only done ten per season. Uh, mm, yeah, I think change right. to a twenty. We can't go up to a twenty. Yeah, do a twenty. He wants uh, Sam wants a series about a grown up Jake. That could be good. Do you know what you could do? You could just do you could do Jake and his younger brother, who we never got to know yet, uh, the son of Cassidy Yates and Ben Cisco. Little who, uh whatever his we'll name him, is. We'll call him Joseph. Did they, did they get maybe he might be Joseph? I would imagine I could bet you he would he would be named Joseph Cisco. Um after after the dad. But yeah. yeah. Will they bring Jedzia back? I don't think so. Maybe, no, but Jadzia like, is dead. Jadzia's dead. Like they I could see her coming back in like Ezri, in with like an Ezri like vision or something. But someone wants to know who Avery Brooks is, uh, the greatest actor of all time, a Renaissance man, a musician, athlete, a great man. Watch your mouth. Oh, that's not it. What? Uh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, he plays Captain Cisco. So. Yeah. That sounds like baseball. Take us out of your precious vortex. Oh, that was a that was a mistake. <laughs> uh, and I'll have you know, I did give it a twenty at first. Uh, I sent Dave a message. It's like I give that episode a twenty. You, you would you would for sure okay well i think that's it for uh this episode of star trek lower decks here all trust nothing great episode uh our tip our hats to the DC, the lower decks writers uh for even though it's it's fan service uh, largely uh it's fan service we really enjoyed it, it worked for me <laughs> it worked really well it was funny it had a good story read me yeah. yeah, keep it coming, yeah. and uh, and 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 if you can get Kira into Starfleet because I think that that would be the right thing for her. Um, all right, well, uh, Davin, here on Live Long and Podcast, we have all kinds of great Star Trek podcasts, don't we? Don't we? Monday nights, we have an ongoing series to watch Star Trek Enterprise, uh, episode by episode, going through them all, um, mm. with, with the crew, the Jody and Adam show. The Jody and Adam Show. Check that out on Mondays. We're up to season two, episode seventeen, uh, going through episode by episode. We just talked about Canamar, and we'll be I on. Like we'll be on uh, again this Monday. We'll be off uh, again on Tuesday next week. But uh, check out our ongoing series, D Space Nine at Nine, our rewatch series where we go through our, all the episodes of D Space Nine, uh, up to season six. We we've done season six, episode two, uh, season six, episode three. Will be covered. Uh, coming up on the 11th of October, and we'll we'll kick things back up there. And then, uh, of course, Lower Decks. We're expecting, um, well, what's going to come next? I guess Discovery is coming next, and I believe um, Prodigy is coming back in very soon. So well, they, were, gonna... they were teasing Picard Season 3 as well. Picard Season 3, I think, is going to be in February or something like that. 
um and because it's already filmed they're just in post-production on it uh mm. plus you should check out our like our, our our coverage of strange new worlds and and other pro all the new shows on star trek we've talked about them all plus we do a ton of great um in-depth analysis of star trek podcasts in our division we call the locutors of trek led by oh, david yeah. we have a we have a show tomorrow night yeah, yeah there's TV a debate nine, nine. tomorrow night yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and it'll also be the jody and adam show I know, but they're adversaries. Yes, I'm pitting them against each other. It's part of my plan. That will be fun to watch. What time does that start? That'll be at 8 Eastern. 8 Eastern. Okay. We're, yeah. uh, uh, Jody's in the hockey pool with us, and we're starting our draft at 9 tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. Um, if he seems distracted, that could be why. That'll so. be his excuse. Yeah. <laughs> or he'll just auto. But it'll be fun, and then uh, you know we have an episode of on the failures of Star Trek coming up eventually, in the Trekle Trunk. That's that's cool. We have the, we just did a Class L probe as well. Check that out. Yeah, you got all kinds of great podcasts. Yeah, the Trekle yeah. Trunk where you talked about the uh, Lower Decks number one comic book from IDW, uh, starting four hundred. Uh, lot, lots of great class L probes, the photons and force fields. And then, yeah, check out debate nine tomorrow. Plus Star Trek radio theater, our ongoing series where we, uh, do all kinds of radio shows. Like we, where we do the script reads of the episodes in like sort of an audio drama. Plus check out our network on the United Federation of podcasts, including We're the graphics. I mean, union men. We're union men. He was a yeah. union man. Yeah. Uh, like we got, the, like we needed a union to be union. The graphics history podcast with Andre. Yeah, yeah. We also yeah, got yeah. Uh, the the Super Mater Brothers podcasting where we talk about reality TV, like Survivor. Right now, we're talking about Survivor season forty three. We just finished our coverage of uh, Big Brother season twenty four. Uh, all kinds of different reality shows on Super Mater Brothers podcasting. Plus, we have something called Trivial Debates where we have a host. There's three contestants where they all compete. Um, this was our most recent That's one, September eighteenth. Yeah, actually, I think I do have. Uh, we're, I think we have the new panel set. Uh, although I'm waiting for Jamil just to give me the like the confirmation. But mm. uh, but I, I did create a poster here, which I'm going to pull up. Right, this is looking like what will be our panel for October 30th. Oh, that's it. That's not the it. Halloween edition. The Halloween, a spooky Halloween edition, hosted by Jody Simpson. With Andre Mayette from the Graphics History Podcast. We got Jamil Robinson oh, as well. He's also from the X Men Podcast, X Rated. And yeah. uh, Davin, and Davin Skillhorn himself. Uh, we'll see what Jody comes up with for these questions. Oh, uh, get that down. Speaking of X Rated, check that out. We didn't go on Tuesday because Andre doesn't have power still from Hurricane Fiona. You so. don't have, you bozo, you can't go without power. One would assume he'll have it by this Tuesday, and we'll be back for Savage Land, Strange Heart, and Sauron. Sauron. Very good. Very good. Check out the X Rated podcast. Um, what's the question? Check out uh, the original series pod with the goat, the best coverage of all time. Oh, yes, with Ted Mater and Jody. Uh, yep. Yeah, yep. Check those out as well. Oh, he's picking Jamil to win the trivial debates. Teams well, you know, uh, you're betting against me now, Sam. Okay, no, so much for the East Coast <laughs> Alliance that I thought we had going here. When am I going to Newfoundland? You ask, never, Sam. <laughs> you already found new land, uh, <laughs> old found oh. land. All right, also check out the um, the Hellbound podcast with um, 
I, I started saying like Alex Chan now. It's Alex Blackburn, Michael Chan. <laughs> you can just uh, call them Alex Chan, right? Alex, Alex Chan. They, Alex they got Chan. a thing going on. They talk about horror on Wednesdays. And then we also, and then let's talk about fighting games with Sam Jerka, also known as Eamon Mater, my son, um, with his ongoing series. Well, thank you for being with us for this other edition of Lower Decks. Thanks for all the comments, guys. Uh, he's also rooting for you. He's rooting for you and oh, yeah. Jimmy. He's just not rooting for Andre. He's not specifically. Andre. Yeah, just make sure Andre knows that. There'll be Sam there, and he, he's he's already agreed. You're you can't win. Uh, you can Andre. tell Andre yourself on on Tuesday there, Sam. I know you watch yeah. the X Men show. Absolutely. So we're gonna we got that coming up. It's gonna be exciting, guys. Thanks for being with us. For here all, trust nothing. Is Michael Chan related to Jackie Chan? Like I don't think so. I think Michael. What, they're not House Chan, like we're House Savoy. Like, um, I think there's a lot of Chans. I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a common name. How many can there be? <laughs> it's like six. Like <laughs> that's pretty million. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, well, we're gonna leave you on a quote here, and we'll see you next time. Live Is long. Is it gonna be a Shaq's quote? Uh, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna play you too. I'll play you a Rutherford, and then right. I'll play I'll play you a um, uh, uh, thing. Whoa, that's Chief O'Brien's dartboard! Ah, oh, look at that! But Jordan Food Court! Oh, oh, I should tone it down. Hey. Yes, and, uh, and sorry, I was like looking for it while I was there. All right. Uh, we wouldn't have even made it to the Badlands if you hadn't sprung me from that prison transport. You sprang me from one the week before. That one didn't count. We were both locked up.